Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. In our studio today, we've got one of our fine commodity directors, William Green. William, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Happy to be in today. Oh, great. Great. We're happy to have you. William is in charge of Catfish, Forestry, and Wildlife, or as you put it... The Woods, Whiskers, and Wildlife Divisions. There you go. There you go. I know you know this, William, but for those who don't know, the Alabama Farmers Federation is a grassroots membership organization, and at the heart of our federation are the members. The members sit on committees, and those committees create policy that guide our organization. When there's an opening on a commodity committee, elections are held during our annual meeting in early December. William, why did we move the elections from February to December? Yeah, so before I answer that, I, I guess I'll add on, you know, like you said, members first, right? True grassroots organization. Everything we do starts from members and, and goes up. So, um, you know, being in the, the governmental agricultural program staff here at the home office, you know, we work with our commodity committee. So um, those of you who listen probably work with field men regularly. If you're not on a state committee, uh, we, we're kind of the equivalent of that, but we work on a statewide basis on an industry-specific rather than an area-specific. So like you mentioned at the uh, I cover um, catfish, forestry, and wildlife, as well as an affiliate association, the Alabama Treasure Forest Association. Uh, and we've got about four or five uh, of us that cover all aspects of ag, from the dairy cow production all the way to our specialty crops. So the um, question was, you know, why did we end up moving uh, our election process? Um, and, and really, it was... Um, one of those, uh, as an organizational standpoint, we looked at it and said, you know, all of our other elections, whether it's for the state board um, or other positions like that, um, or even the elections, or excuse me, the vote for policy that goes through has an annual meeting. Um, these state commodities are important. We felt like moving it back at the time, uh, not only to make it easier on our members to, to have one meeting rather than two that are pretty close on the calendar, Right. Um, we also kind of elevated it in, in our minds to, to make it um, a little more... Um, important, we thought. You know, if everybody's getting elected at one time, we just know that, okay, in December, that's when our committees are getting elected. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really interesting, William. Why don't you walk us through the election process? Yeah, so... um each each committee, um, and, and when I'm going through this, I'm going to kind of do the bare basics. All, all the committees kind of have their own flavor, own personality. Right. So, you know, if, if you've been involved, I'll say the equine committee, and I reference something that my experience, like like we said, is with the other three. So if I if I say something I've experienced from the forestry committee, and you're saying, well, that's not really how it, it looks for dairy or, or whichever it is, just know that each of them has their own nuances and little quirks. But um, as a whole, when we do these uh, committee elections, start at the county level. Each county president uh, is in charge of verifying both voting delegates and nominees per commodity committee. Um, for each commodity committee, from now on, I'll probably just say committee to make it easier, because if not, I'll I'll be slurring and stuttering. Yeah, and commodity committee or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and as, as our listeners probably tell, English is, uh, may not be my first language sometimes, but we'll be okay. Um, but each committee can have one nominee per county. Um, so if you are going to, a say, a pretty um, competitive committee, like, say, Beef, um, and you're from Montgomery County, uh, you can only run if nobody from Montgomery County is already serving on that committee. Um, Likewise, the, the county president can also have two voting delegates per commodity. Um, so, you know, if we have 15 um, 
15 committees that are being elected, that means you can have up to 30 voting delegates per committee. Um, those just have to be, or excuse me, per election process. Um, and like I said, all those have to be certified by the county president um, that, uh, you know, they don't have to be on the county board. Um, they just need to be a active producer or maybe um, of that commodity yes, or somebody involved in the industry you know you may work for a feed company or something like that but you're uh, very heavily invested in the beef industry or um, you know you may be a logger you're not really a forest producer but you're a logger and you know a lot about the forest industry in say Choctaw County so that would be a really good person to be a voting delegate or even a nominee for those committees and I guess for the election process there, when we come to the annual meeting, um, or even at the old meeting in February, um, each committee splits up. So there'll be um, one meeting for forestry, one meeting for wildlife, one meeting for beef, et cetera. So at that point, you'll come in, um, each of the nominees, so say if you have four open spots on the committee and, and five people running each um, each nominee will get an opportunity to get up, introduce himself, explain about their operation. Um, you know, hey, I'm William Green, Montgomery County. I am a um, hay producer. Uh, talk a little about what you do, and then the folks will vote. Um, at that point, you know, each each room is a little bit different. Sometimes uh, it kind of gets, uh, you know, a little more social, and people visit for a little bit. Other times there's um, some different updates that the director needs to cover. But um, anyway, votes are tallied, and the announcements are made for who is on the committee for the upcoming year. Hmm. I think you pretty much answered it, but uh, how do you become a nominee or a delegate? Yeah, it basically, and yeah, I think my, my answer earlier, which was which was pretty long, but um, to, to reiterate that, you know, it, first you need to start by being invested in the industry in, in some capacity, whether you work in it or you're a farmer, um, whatever that is. Um, you don't have to be on the county uh, board to, to be a voting delegate. You just need to talk to your um, county president and say, hey, I, I'm, I'm really interested in being honey. I have um, you know, a couple of hives. Um, I would like to be able to go and vote on behalf of you know, Clay County or whatever it is. Um, at that point, you work it out between the board and the president of that county, and then they'll send you to Montgomery to, to vote. Okay. Well, uh, let's say uh, through, you know, th some oversight or something, I am elected. What does my year look like as a uh, as a committee member? Yeah. So, and, and like I kind of mentioned it uh, a little earlier, that um, each each committee is uh, a little different, a little, little different flavor depending on who is the commodity director for that group or the chairman, uh, and it kind of changes from year to year. So, you know, usually each committee has um, a couple of meetings a year. Um, I know for the, the ones that, that I'm involved in, one is usually more of a educational component. So when we got rid of the meeting in February, um, those of you who are kind of the veterans of uh, the Alabama Farmers Federation will remember that those had a um, educational component, lots of seminars. Uh, once once that meeting moved out of February, uh, my committee said, well, hey, now that's that's free. Why don't we have uh, a combined meeting where we have, um, you know, we get to hear from researchers and industry or whatever it is. So um, for my committees, we do that in the spring, uh, and then I try to get them together at least twice uh, again throughout the year. Once to look over existing policy and maybe talk about some of the changes that are coming through the policy development process, um, and then the others uh, would be more of a um, you know, an update on industry. So uh, I know this year for the forestry committee, we just went down to Troy and visited one of the, the sawmills down there, Rex Lumber, um, and kind of heard from them and listened to some of the new innovative things they're doing. Um, but like I said, it, depending on the committee, it can be totally different. I know Beef Committee has um, several big projects through the year, whether that's a um, youth livestock show that they're interested in and, and uh, want to support, or the beef tour, um, or if it's, um, you know, one of the wheat and feed grains, one of the row crop committees, they have 
the, the field day in Macon County. Peanut producers have the Peanut Association meeting every year. So, uh, you know, it, it, it all looks a little different. But overall, you know, they're, they're involved in the policy um, kind of review for their specific industry as well as maybe some educational components too. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit. And while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. You mentioned several uh, commodities just you know just a minute ago that have affiliated associations with right. them, forestry, with treasure forest, and this kind of thing. How does how do those work together? Yeah, so a little bit different. So you know, Alpha is a federation, and and the way that it was explained to me as a as a you know a wee little intern when I first started was that federation is uh, bottom up. Everything starts the grassroots level and goes up. An association is more of a top down approach. So with our affiliated associations, um, the the three are uh, Alabama Treasure Forest Association, the Alabama Peanut Producer Association, and then the Alabama Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association. Um, Each of those have a little bit uh, different process. you know, with ATFA, which is the one that I'm most familiar with, uh, the board of directors um, submits a or forms a subcommittee, that's a nominating committee that looks at um, different landowners or natural resource professionals that have helped throughout the year or maybe have been a part of the organization for a while uh, and try to surface some that would be willing to serve. Um, at that point, it's it's confirmed by the board and um, announced made to the general membership as a whole. Um, fruit and vegetables a little bit different uh, from that, and same with peanuts. And and if those of you who are listening that, that have more questions on those uh, affiliated roles or affiliated associations, I feel free to reach out to, to me or Blake Daxton or Jacob Davis to get more information on those. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and put some links in the show notes so that right. they can get to uh, you and, and the other guys. Why are these committees so important to an organization like Alpha? Yeah, I, so I always look at, at the committees as your, for me, as someone who covers uh, you know, I, we'll just say the forestry sector here. That's a huge industry in the state. You know, mm-hmm. there's uh, forest products, there's forest landowners, there's loggers. There's so many different pieces. It's a big uh, machine made up of a lot of different gears. The committee for me is eyes and ears in the counties. You know, I wouldn't, theoretically, I, I, I have my hand uh, on the pulse or finger on the pulse over the whole industry, but it's a lot. So I look at my committee uh, as a resource to say, hey, this is what I'm hearing in Washington County. This is what I'm hearing in Limestone County. Um, we're seeing this. We're wondering that. It's, it's a good resource to have eyes and ears everywhere on different, different aspects of that industry. The other uh, really big thing that, that it does for us as, as staff is it, it helps give input on whatever the issue is. Um, you know, some counties, or excuse me, some other state farm bureaus have issue, issue advisory committees, which a um, little bit different than what we do, but um, kind of function similar, where, you know, the, the forestry folks say, okay, well, what can we do as an organization to increase stumpage prices? Or what can we do to alleviate some of the, the severance tax issues or things like that? As a staff person, I, I know a lot, uh, or excuse me, a little about a lot of things, but if it's your livelihood, you have a much deeper and better understanding. Mm-hmm. You come to the committee, we'll be able to form, uh, you know, whether that's a policy statement to run back through a county, or maybe even uh, an action item that, that we can accomplish. Uh, that That's pretty critical. You know, a lot of the issues that, that come up, whether it's on state or federal level, come out of these commodity committees. Something that somebody has noticed in, uh, on their form in their county and bring it up to a statewide level and we elevate it is, is how we get it. 
it's so important for us to, like you said, keep your finger on the pulse of things, but to actually get the producers from around the state to come in and be a part of this program means that we are, we're not just saying that we're the voice of agriculture. We're ac- we actually are the collective voice of agriculture in the state. And it's just a positive thing to me that we're not mandating, here's what we think, here's what we're going to do. We ask, what position do you want us to take on this? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll give a quick example, um, again, from the forestry side. That, that really is a, in my opinion, uh, one of the coolest views of how our organization works as a whole. So about two years ago, um, a member of the forestry committee um, wanted to take a look at the forest products industry in the state and say, okay, what can we do as an organization to increase the value of our standing timber? Meaning, you know, what, what, what are we going to do to make our product more valuable? Um, we met uh, over the course of probably a year, formed a subcommittee um, that looked at uh, different issues in the forest product sector. After a year of subcommittee meeting, um, they developed policy and said, okay, what we have found is we need a uh, forced economic specialist. Uh, their only role in the state of Alabama is to recruit and improve the business climate for forced product uh, manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So. That policy went back to the counties. The counties passed it there, brought it through policy development, passed all the way through, and it was put into our policy book. Last year, uh, it was given to our external affairs team, who did a great job and were able to secure funding for a new position at the Forestry Commission. Um, Last month, they actually filled that position and hired a full-time economic development specialist solely dedicated to forest products. Um, he's already started. Uh, Al Jones uh, met him a couple times. I think he's going to do great things for the for the industry. But it's just a cool way of you know doing exactly what the committees were designed to do: identify a problem, pass policy, took the time to do it correctly, got a policy implemented, and now we're hopefully going to see the the benefits of that later on down the road. Yeah, and the uh, the unique thing about that is that how much of a role that Alpha can play with that because it's not not just generating the idea of the policy, but you said we have to secure funding. That comes from the legislature. That means we have to be active in that constantly to make sure that we have, you know, that we can put those funds in place for some for a program like this or any anything that benefits agriculture or forestry in the state. Yeah, it was, it was a really good example of, you know, the left hand working, you know, concurrently with the right hand to get the job done with, you know, there are different departments here at the Federation. I know a lot of people say, okay, the Federation is just everybody works together. But, you know, we, we kind of have some structure and some organization. So, right. you know, our, our department was able to work with field staff to make sure the policy was taken care of at the county level and once it comes up to the state level and then goes through implementation that's all external affairs job too mm-hmm. so, um, like I said a, a really good quick version of, of the system working like it was designed to which is always th- those of you who know me know, know how, how big I am on improving the way things operate and to me that's just a, a really good snapshot of something doing exactly what it was designed to do absolutely and uh, I'll have to give a shout out to communications for getting that word out after it was done yeah, that, no, yeah that, that's my <laughs> Too. I, I, I should have included y'all. You know, that uh, is um, one of our uh, board members once told me that uh, nobody likes a dog who don't wag its own tail. So uh, thanks, thanks for communications to make That's sure right. I knew about it. I'm going to submit that as our new logo, a wagging tail I, of a dog. I think I, I, won't, I won't want to say the board member's name, but I think you'd like that. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, William. Um, I, anything else you, you'd like to uh, say about? Yeah, about I, I, the last thing I'll add. You know, these these committees are, are a really really important part of the puzzle here at the Federation. Um, it's a great way to kind of begin your involvement. Um, 
um, here, you know, you maybe you are interested in being on your county board or you want to get more involved or you see something that needs to be changed in whatever agricultural industry you are a part of. Um, these committees are a great way to get the ball rolling in that regard, whether that's being a nominee on the committee or, you know, if you just want to get your feet wet and, and start being a voting delegate. Um, if you have any questions or you're interested in getting involved, please feel free to reach out to anybody uh, on our staff or a um, one of our area directors um, or even the county president. All that stuff can be found on the Federation website. Um, like you said at the very beginning, you know, we're, we're all about the members here. Um, our job is, is to improve your operations. So mm -hmm. Whatever we can do to help you, we want to do. Well, and I, I would encourage folks, if they've never attended an annual meeting before, to uh, look into that. Uh, come to Montgomery, December 4th and 5th, uh, because that process, uh, when we go to that voting delegate session, uh, that's a very interesting process to watch all that, uh, you know, some of that take place or come to finality. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing to see. It's yeah, I remember my first one when I came, and they kind of explained it to me ahead of time, saying, "Hey, this was going to happen." You don't you don't really know how big of a uh, undertaking it is until you see the hundreds of people in the room all voting, and how counties you know uh, have different priorities in other counties. It's it's, it's a very 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 cool uh, operation. Absolutely, William. Thank you again for being a part of the AgCast today, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Let me go ahead and say that now. Yeah, I say same to you, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody else out there too. Yeah. Let's uh, what gobble till you wobble. Is that <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll stay tuned for the wrap up. And now your weekly ag cash wrap up. Welcome to this week's weekly wrap up. I'm Mitt Walker with the Federation. The American Farm Bureau Federation estimates that a classic Thanksgiving feast for 10 this year will cost families an average of $64.05. That's up 20% compared to last year. It will be the most expensive dinner since the survey launched 37 years ago. The items surveyed include turkey, stuffing, sweet potatoes, rolls with butter, peas, cranberries, a veggie tray, pumpkin pie with whipped cream, and coffee and milk. Inflation is not only driving up the cost of a traditional Thanksgiving meal, virtually everything that goes into producing these foods is more expensive as well. The cost of fuel, fertilizer, and other crop inputs strained farmers this past year. Even money has become more expensive. As the Federal Reserve pushes interest rates higher in an attempt to curb inflation, there's an increased cost to borrow money to operate farms. Despite these economic headwinds, farmers in Alabama and across the nation will continue to labor this winter, tending to livestock, and plant another crop in the spring. It's their calling, and they're thankful to do so. If you are thankful to have food in your pantry, fuel in your car, clothes to keep you warm, or a roof over your head, I would encourage you to reflect on how farmers most likely played a role. Most of us already have a long list of items for which we are thankful. But as you gather with friends and family this Thanksgiving, please join me in raising the fort to the farmer as we enjoy the bounty of their harvest. And if you're listening and you are a farmer, I would simply say thank you from my family to yours. Thanks for being with us this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.